This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Welcome to the Father's Day edition of Road School Moms. I'm Kimberly Travaglino, one of your hosts, coming to you live from the banks of the Erie, Lake Erie in Ohio, in northern Ohio, on this special Father's Day edition. Mary Beth Goth is unavailable this evening as she is taking her kids on a very special field trip. But I have a very special guest tonight, and that is my son, Dominic. Welcome to the show, Dominic. Hello. So, Dominic, I'm sure a lot of people want to know, how long have you been traveling? Uh, six years. You have been. And how old were you when, when you started? Seven. And now you're? Thirteen. And what's it like to be a teen on the road? It's different in some ways. In what ways? Like, um, different chores and different things to do. Like, my new, um, admin on the Facebook account, which I get to help out a lot on that. Thank you so much for helping out on that. We were really excited to have you. Um, okay, Dominic, so it's Father's Day. Let's talk about what we did for um, Daddy in our rig today. Because uh, we like to have simple holidays, right? That's part of our lifestyle, to simplify everything. So what did we do for Daddy this morning? We all made him cards and um, coffee and bed. And he got to sleep till 12. Yeah, we let him sleep till noon. And then he drove, right? Yeah. For three hours. Which we didn't know we let him sleep till noon because Mom had the clock wrong by two hours and thought it was 10 o'clock in the morning. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That was a gift within a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think one of the most challenging parts of being a dad on the road is for dads? Mm, probably packing up early or in rain. Yeah. Weather, that's not fun to pack up, and thankfully we don't have, we don't have not experienced that really a lot. We haven't experienced a lot of bad weather. We've, We've had a lot of nice days traveling. We have had a lot of nice travel days. Um, what do you want to tell all the dads out there today who are listening? Happy Father's Day. Yeah, that's great. And we very much appreciate you, dads. We know that you are, in a, more cases than not, the driver, the maintenance man, the black tag te- technician. Uh, sometimes you're the chief cook and bottle washer. In our case, you know, daddy has taken over the schoolwork, so now he's the road school dad. Um, we know that dads on the road take over lots of positions, and we're just very thankful for all of you. In fact, I would very much like to say a prayer for all the fathers right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of dads in this life. We thank you that you are the greatest father ever, and we know that you cover us in your great love. We pray for your blessing, favor, and strength over every dad in this world, for those who are seeking to walk closely with you in the dark world, and for those who just need to be reminded that you are real. We ask for your renewed courage, for your boldness, for your spirit to fill them. Make them always aware and alert of the schemes of the enemy. We ask that you would keep their footprints, footsteps firm and guard their way. We ask that you would help them to always stand strong, be men of faith, to say no to what is wrong and yes to what is right. We ask that you would fill their hearts with love, compassion, joy, faithfulness, and cover their lives with great peace. 
Lord, we pray that you would raise up mighty men, godly men in this generation, those who would know and honor you with their entire lives. We pray that they would stand firm in faith, walk wisely, and follow hard after you. May they grow in their love and passion for you, for their families, and in the calling to follow you above all else. Thank you for dads who fight for their families, who do battle in prayer over those they love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so Dominic, you helped me out with the uh, Father's Day contest this year, uh, to which I am very grateful, and you picked a winner out of all the um, entries that we received, which is always, as you could tell, very hard. This year's winner is going to go home with the Cadillac of sewer hoses, like Daddy has. Um, okay. It's a Wastemaster from Lippert. Uh, I had the opportunity to visit with the fine folks at Lippert this year, this week actually, and got to tour two out of their two of their plants. They have multiple locations all over Elkhart, um, and uh, they were wonderful to work with. And they're really excited to be giving away this Wastemaster this year. But before we reveal the winner, we're going to be hearing from Todd Wilson, the family man. But first, a word from our sponsor. Time for Learning is a fully customizable, fully scalable online homeschool curriculum. With features like automated reporting, adjustable grade levels, and award-winning service, Time for Learning helps customize a curriculum to meet your individual child's needs. From pre-K to 12th grade, you can give your children the tools to work independently, study confidently, and excel in the safety and comfort of their own home, even if it's on wheels. Instill a can-do attitude towards learning in your child. Time for Learning combines the technology kids love with the education they need to make learning fun. Visit timeforlearning.com today and enter promo code ROADSCHOOLER to begin your free trial. Homeschool conventions across the country and a guest on Focus on the Family. We are so pleased and appreciative that Todd Wilson joined us to share his thoughts on being a homeschool dad. So welcome, Todd Wilson, and I'm sure Mary Beth will join us back right in a minute when she gets her um, cell phone back up. How are you? Well, it's good being with you. I'd never been asked before if, I, if I've ever heard of myself. <laughs> I'm lady. so sorry. <laughs> better. Uh, where in the world are you tonight, Todd Wilson? Well, you know, uh, we've been uh, working this weekend, so my whole family, my studio audience is sitting in my van right now. We're in Rochester, Indiana. Um, we've been home for a little while, um, but we're getting ready in a couple weeks to hit the road again, get in our RV, and go somewhere where it's warm for about a month. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Um, so tell us about yourself. Um, you're, you have a ministry called the Family Man Ministry, and uh, can you tell our listeners what that means? You know, uh, yeah, it sounds pretty grandiose when you say it that way, but uh, we're just we having a, a ministry just encourage dads and moms to remind them of what really matters. Because, you know, sometimes in the midst of life, um, in homeschooling, uh, you know, you're surrounded by your kids, but you kind of forget that it's about your kids and your family, you get so uh, focused on your tasks that you forget what's important. For dads, you know, they, they do their career, they get their their job, and uh, they might climb some ladders, and they get to the end and they think, is this what it's all about? And it's never been about that. Uh, but there seems to be a big pull, so I'm just here to remind dads and moms of what really matters. You can find us on the web at familymanweb.com. Um, we have other... Uh, products and encouragement resources as well. 
Mary Beth, are you back? I am. I just was waiting to but to um to chime in. Sorry about that. I got cut off somehow from our broadcast. So welcome, Todd. It's so great to um talk with you. Well, it's good being on the show. Yeah. So um I'm excited because I guess your your home base is in Indiana, which is where mine is. So yay Hoosiers for that. That's right. That's right. We're up yeah. in the northern part, uh not too far from Michigan. I'm right smack dab in the center of the state in Amish country. It's so beautiful up there, although I'll say you get snow a lot faster than we do down in southern Indiana, so I'll leave that we for you. Do. But um, yeah, I don't even want to think so, about it. Uh, yeah, me either. So I was excited. I was looking at your website, and I see that you um, have a speaking engagement tomorrow night at the Bible Church in Brownsburg, Indiana. So I'm just curious, on this, are your speaking engagements, are they geared for just dads? Are they for adults? Is it for the whole family? Or how does that how does that work when you have a speaking engagement such as that? Um, you know, they're different. Uh, sometimes we talk to all men. Sometimes we talk to couples. Sometimes we do families. Um, we had just done some family camps. But the one I'm going to do in Brownsburg is a homeschool event. Um, it's just a little uh, local homeschool support group um, that they'll gather. And I'll just encourage them in, again, the, the most important things, because even though, uh, especially in homeschooling, you know, we've we've been at it for, oh, about a month, and moms are already pulling their hair out, thinking it's about math and science, and it's not about math and science. Right. So so what is it about, Todd? Tell us uh, in your... It's about, it's about relationships. It's about um, training. It's about... You know, math and science, those are those are things that they need later on, but those aren't the really, really important things. The really important things are learning how to get along with each other and trusting God and all this, how to love their future spouses and how to love their future kids, and uh, they learn all that in their home. Well, that makes sense. So tell, what, what do you think... For the family man's opinion, would be the most important characteristic that a dad could possess for a successful homeschool. You know, that's a yeah, that's a great question. I don't think I've ever been asked that. And you know, I'm not into you know, ten steps to reaching perfect daddom. Um, I just think a dad needs to be he needs to be engaged and he needs to be an encourager. Most dads don't do the actual homeschooling, um, but they should be there. They should believe in it because I know a lot of dads who aren't quite sure about it. You know, you ask them, so why are you homeschooled? They'll say, oh, my wife wanted to. Uh, you know, that's an answer but not a very good one because sometimes your wife is going to not want to homeschool. She's going to look at you as the knight in shining armor and say, now why do we do this again? And if you just go, well, you wanted to, uh, you will have let her down. So you need to know why you're homeschool. And, uh, you know, you need to encourage your wife along the way because it's super – it can be very discouraging. In fact, most homeschooling moms feel discouraged most of the time. And uh, sometimes we dads, we encourage, or we, we uh, encourage the discouragement or we increase it by saying comments, stupid comments like, well, do you think we should have them tested? Why are, why are they not reading where they're supposed to? Um, and we forget, we forget the things like, you know, the, the great part of homeschooling, and not just homeschooling, any kind of schooling, is that all children are different. There are some who are good readers and some who aren't good readers. There are some who get it easy, some who get it harder, some who do math, some who don't do math. And our job as parents is just to enjoy them and to, you know, to, to relax and to plug away and 
and not take credit for the ones who do really fast and not take any credit for those who don't do it as fast. How is it that you came to all these revelations? Revelations. Uh, you know, I don't know if I, I came to them. Uh, maybe maybe just from uh, observing. Uh, you know, I never thought I'd be a, a, a education advocate or uh, someone who is an expert in that because I'm not an expert. But I see all those homeschooling moms, including my own, who do an awesome job, and they're constantly doubting it. And uh, I know lots of people who have who've been trained in all the academics who are miserable. And so, you know, I mean, I, I, I have some friends who were super, um, super, super academic. And, uh, I mean, I would go to their house sometime, and I'd see these things drawn on their white marker boards that were just amazing. And they look like college marker boards, and they were drinking junior high. And um, one time in church, she was sitting behind me, and another lady who was just starting to homeschool uh, steps up and kind of comes in and sits beside her. And I, I, didn't, I never turned around. I was just listening to them talk. And the new homeschooler said, now, uh, what, would you, what would you say to, you know, someone who's just starting out? And she said, I was really su- su- surprised. I thought she'd go, oh, you really just need to, you know, uh, stress the Latin roots. And you need to, you know, get in there and learn the periodic table first thing. She didn't say anything. She just said, or she didn't say that. She said, you know, I think if I were to do it over again, I would just enjoy my children more. And really, that's what I want to encourage moms and dads, to enjoy their children because they grow up so fast and this time that we have is so fleeting. And this is the best time. And sometimes we just fritter it away yelling at our kids all the time because they're not learning it quick enough or they're spoiling, you know, all the things we, all the great plans we have for them. <laughs> I love that. I just, I want to re- record, I, well, I guess we did record it. I'm going to play that back to myself probably once a week for the next couple well, of weeks. Oh, you should. You should. <laughs> what, tell us, because we have a lot of listeners that are just starting their homeschool and, and, and traveling lifestyle. We have a lot of listeners in our group that are just starting out. And that, that, that is one of the first things they always ask is, you know, what do I need to do here and there? And I actually even seen, and I'm not poking fun of this, but I actually seen a, a post earlier today in another group that talked about um, someone had a four-month-old, and she was wondering what should she do so that, you know, it would that baby would be academically prepared. And I was like, oh, my goodness, take her home and <laughs> right. sing to her, right? You should, um, you should burn all your books if you're starting that young. Um, right, right. But, you know, and that's a great thing about, especially for road schooling, like you like to call it, um, Homeschooling on the road is the best thing. I mean, and, it, and it's not just about, it's not about those academics. Because when we did it, and we're not on it full time, but, but we'll go out for several months at a time. And we thought we would just do homeschooling on the road. Um, and, it, and it was harder than we anticipated because we had so many kids. You know, the distract, it's loud. And so our kids read and they got to experience everything that everyone else just reads about. And so, you know, the great thing about being on the road is that you get to see where those significant events took place. You get to go to um, presidents' homes and presidential museums and um, birthplaces of presidents and the corn dog and the world's largest bottle of ketchup. And you get to see all those amazing things that most people just get to read about or maybe they don't even read about. Um, 
and so I love it, and I I just I just think it's great. And in fact, you know, for the for the parents who are moms who are just beating themselves up and they're going nuts, and they only have a four year old, I'd say relax. Let your four four year old be a four year old. You know, you don't have to start thinking about those school things until a lot later. And even then, you know, the kids. You, you can't stop them from learning unless you schoolify it, and then that ruins all learning. Uh, I, when we go, when we travel places, I never have them write reports on it. I don't have them, you know, create a musical out of it or a diorama or draw pictures of it or put it in their nature books, which are all fine things, but that does not increase learning. Sometimes I think that even stifles it. We just will go to a place and I and I think such a great example is we went to George Washington Carver's birthplace or his home, and you know some of my kids really like the history of it, and they love to hear see the tombstones of George Washington Carver's uh, parents, and uh, others of my kids could care less about that, and they like the bugs and the snake they saw crawling in the grass, and others just interact, so they all learn different things, and because I ask them to write it down, it doesn't help them memorize or learn it any better. Uh, you know, you bring that up. Those are such good things to remember. A lot of us road school moms sometimes compare ourselves to our, uh, for lack of a better word, suburban schooling counterparts. Mm-hmm. And we don't give enough credit to what they learn from just experiencing this stuff firsthand, which our suburban counterparts don't have the opportunity to do. Uh, that's something that I constantly have to remind myself to do, um, not compare and to give credit to all that we do do because we do a lot. Um, well, I think, I think even, you know, it would be easy to think higher of what we do because what we do, we have a great gift of being able to see things and do things. And even when you're in the small little recreational vehicle, the interaction is a different way of interacting than when you're in a big house and you're spread out more. I, I think it's all better. I, I hope you I hope none of you think less of what you do. Um and we we at the same time not to think too highly of what we do, but we've got the best thing going. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that because we think that too. Um but I just, I know sometimes uh, you know you, you do get down because you you hear, you know, all the comparisons and Kimberly just said it, you you both walked into my next question, which is what do you say to someone from the outside, if you will, that um, you know maybe doesn't support the homeschooling decision? Because I know we see a lot of this in our in um in our groups lately, um, especially new homeschooling moms and dads that are fighting a mother-in-law or a family member or a friend that doesn't you know that doesn't see fit for that. You know, what do you say to somebody with um you know that it doesn't have that support, even though they know what they're doing is right and they feel like it's right for their kid? And maybe they're not even doubting themselves, but they've got doubt from the outside. What do you say say to someone like that? Well, I would say, you know, stick to what you believe. Do what you know to be true. And the thing I think sometimes we feel like we have to do, um, we feel like we have to defend homeschooling. We have to give them statistics. And there are lots of statistics. If you want to find those, they're out there that show that homeschooling has better results. But that's not what I want to push. I, I, I say just Smile, you know, nod, and let your kids speak for you because they see the difference. They do. They may not want to say that. They may not say that right off the bat, 
But it doesn't take very long before your in-laws, before those around you will say, man, your kids are so much different than everybody else's. Your kids are better than everyone else's. And, you know, I think that's just because, not because they learned anything more. I think it's because home is a good place for your kids. You know, parents are the best teachers of your kids. They know their kids better than anybody else. I just think homeschooling is not my idea. It's God's idea. You know, he did it. He said, hey, you teach your kids when you rise up and when you lie down. You know, you'll teach your the next generation so that they may teach the next generation. So those yet to be born, they will teach them. You know, that's homeschooling. And uh, I, I think that that just be confident in what you do. Don't feel like you have to defend it. And then let your kids speak by their actions because that's the proof is in the pudding. Those are such wise words. I'm so glad you're sharing this tonight with our listeners and to any um, other listeners on our podcast. Uh, you mentioned in the earlier part of our broadcast, if they wanted to follow you, they could go to familymanweb.com. But you have your own podcast. Is that right? Yes. You can find us. Uh, if you go to iTunes, you can look for The Family Man Show. Uh, you can also listen to us from our website, and you can get it on your iPhone and all that kind of stuff as well. It's just two dads who... We're kind of like the counterparts of you. Just two dads who have a good time together. We talk about everything that dads might think was interesting. Very cool. Go ahead, Barry Beth. Oh, that's okay. I was just getting ready to say. So um, for our listeners that are just tuning in, um, tell me, or maybe I missed this at the beginning, but um, so is your reach, it's not really just dads. Your reach is really the whole family. Am I right? You're right. Okay. Um, and so the other thing I was going to ask you, I'm sorry, I'm, I, my, I wrote all my questions down and I was so organized and somehow while you've been talking, I got so excited about all the things that you were saying that I've lost my notes. So going back into my memory, one thing that you um, had said that um, close quarters of an RV, which is something that I really like, and I know I catch a lot of flack for that, as I'm sure a lot of us other um, full-timers do, um, because if you haven't done it, you know, a lot of people can't understand it. Um, you know, how are you on top of each other all the time? Um, you know, there's nowhere for everyone to go. And for me, I know, like you said, um, you know, when when we are in a house or when we're visiting with someone and everybody goes to their own space, we just lose connection with each other. Um, and the one thing that I absolutely love about our homeschool is that when we did start traveling, um, our faith, our, the, the faith of our family just fell into place so much better because we were connected and, you know, we could pray together so much easier and our devotions were easier. Um, so can you share with us, how, you know, what a typical day is for your family as far as, you know, do you share a specific devotion time or how does that work in your family? You know, um, we, we're very focused when we're in our RV. Um, we're, we're not like, um, we're not like campers. We're kind of like dis- destination RVers. We probably travel about a thousand miles a week. We average about that. So we're driving every day and then we work real hard on the weekends. So we, we've tried in the past. We, we tried trying to do devotions. We tried listening to different things. Um, that's not always done really well. Um, in fact, we failed at that fairly miserably along the way. Um, but I do agree that, you know, there's something about, I, I call the RV the crucible because it brings out ugly things sometimes. But those <laughs> are the things that you, that are in there anyway. So you want to deal with those. And there is something, there's something wonderful about being close together. Um, my wife would say, you know, everything's simpler, everything's, uh, you only have a, a limited amount of clothes, a limited amount of food, of storage space, of water, 
um, and real a space to get away. Sometimes when we're at our home, you feel like you haven't even seen your kids all day. But when you're in the RV, whether you want, like it or not, they're right there, and you, you know, because there's nothing else to do, you end up reading to your children, or you sit there and you talk about something. And and uh, I think that closeness is wonderful. Um, in fact, our little kids sometimes will. Well, as we're coming back home, they, they, they'll say, oh, can we stay out one more night? Because there's something neat about all sleeping. Because we'll have 10 people in our RV at, at, you know, most of the time. And, uh, you know, we're all breathing in each other's faces as we're sleeping. And some great conversations take place in that time. Those are, those are some of the best of times that we have too. You know, a lot of people have, um, unreal expectations of what it's like to live in an RV, and, and like you mentioned, uh, sometimes it's it's not all you know lollipops and unicorns and rainbows. You know, sometimes it it can get a little too close for comfort. But I find that with our family, the majority of our time, even if we were in a big house, I would envision us all sitting on the same couch, pretty much on each other's laps, because of the time that we have spent so close to each other and how comfortable we feel being this close to each other. And that's one of the greatest gifts that I have found of, of this lifestyle for our family. Um, now, you um, you travel part of the time. Is that correct? That's correct. We, we have seasons. We'll be out, like, in the spring, early summer um, for a chunk, and then we may go out again in the fall. Uh, but we do have some home times as well. And uh, during your home times, do the kids um, try to encourage you to plan an impromptu trip? You know, uh, we usually don't take impromptu trips. <laughs> We're not campers. We are really uh, our RVing is 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 our is what we do for a living. Um, and but they 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 know that it goes hand in hand. So uh, you know, we have plenty of things to fill up our non-RV time. That's funny. So I have to tell you that I'm re- I don't know if you can see our chat from where you are. You probably can. But in our chat window, I have all kinds of um, great compliments for you. So I just have to share a couple. Um, Heather has said that she – or no, I'm sorry, Jennifer has said that she actually um, went to a homeschool conference where you were, t- um, where you were speaking, and she didn't go because she thought it was all for dad. So I just want to – Give out a shout now to our listeners, whether you're listening live or on our podcast, to remember that Todd Wilson, the family man, um, is not just for dad. So if you haven't checked out his website or um, his speaking engagements, please do so, Not even if you're not just a dad. And um, also, there, there's everybody on here, is a, Kimberly thinks that we should have him for the next rally. So I think we're going to have to see how we That'd can work fun. that out. We've talked about it a little bit in the past, and it just uh, hasn't worked out, but we'd love to do that. Oh, absolutely. He'd be the perfect fit. Absolutely. Uh, I, your message is is so poignant, and the way that you um, uh, speak it is it's just it just falls on my heart perfectly. I'm just so happy right now that we're doing this show, that this show's being recorded, that we can refer to this show when um, when we when those frazzled moms come up and say, "I don't know what to do. I'm doing everything wrong." I'm just so happy to have this show to to point yeah. them to. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. I really appreciate it. Oh, we're glad we could. Yep. So, I, I, uh, go ahead, Mary Beth. I was just going to say it's so funny because I this was definitely a blessing for me, this show. Um, and, and like you just said, I'm so excited to have it 
recorder so we can refer to it a million times. And I'll just tell you that my you have spoke right to my heart. Two or three times you've said um, just a reaffirmation of things that I've already been thinking this week. And I've really been struggling with um, on the devotion side of it for the last two years. I've, I've, I don't know how many things I've bought off of Amazon. I bought a couple things that I've seen um, Felice that runs our network that, they, that she had used in her family before. And I've tried all these things, and I can't get anything to stick. And um, and then you, you expected you to have this great plan that you were going to tell me what you'd done for your daily, um, you know, prayer time or whatever. And um, you just affirmed to me that what we're doing is just fine, which is, you know, we pray together and we talk about whatever is on our minds. And I just love that. So thank you so much for being with us tonight, because I think your message is going to get spread wildly through our community. Well, good. We'd like to hear that. Todd had so many wonderful tidbits to share with us during this interview, and we are so appreciative that he took the time to talk to our road school moms. If you want more information, again, you can check him out at familymanweb.com. After a brief message from our sponsors, we will be revealing the winner of this year's FTF Father's Day Photo Contest. Time for Learning is a fully customizable, fully scalable online homeschool curriculum. With features like automated reporting, adjustable grade levels, and award-winning service, Time for Learning helps customize a curriculum to meet your individual child's needs. From pre-K to 12th grade, you can give your children the tools to work independently, study confidently, and excel in the safety and comfort of their own home, even if it's on wheels. Instill a can-do attitude towards learning in your child. Time for Learning combines the technology kids love with the education they need to make learning fun. Visit timeforlearning.com today and enter promo code ROADSCHOOLER to begin your free trial. And the winner um, today is Kent Butterfield. Congratulations, Kent. You are the winner of, the, of our annual FTF Father's Day photo contest. Thank you all to... To, thank you to everyone who applied. Uh, as always, it's an impossible task, and I was happy to be able to hand it all over to Dominic to review this year. Um, and uh, happy Father's Day to all. You are all winners. If this is the first time you're listening to Road School Moms, we want to thank you for tuning in. We come to you live every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, from wherever in the world we are to wherever in the world you are. We hope you'll subscribe to our podcast via iTunes or catch the replays at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. We also hope you'll connect with us at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash roadschoolmoms. For more information, you can always go to roadschoolmoms.com. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.